what's kind of cool about this AEC industry is it's built in that you're forced to continue learning. Rick and Sandy drew attention to the fact that our infrastructure is not up to the standard that it has to be. This is the Engineering and Construction Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you information, education, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. Hello and welcome to Mainstream Modular, brought to you by Gearden. I'm your host, James Kent, and today I'm joined by Michael Murley, Gearden's Vice President of Business Development. We're going to talk about the growing need for modular construction today and with Michael's 30 years of experience in construction, building products, and strategic business development, he's the perfect person to tap with this discussion. Michael, how are you doing today? Hey, doing well. How about yourself, James? Doing not bad. So, Michael, you were with Gurdon for several years, and then you briefly left for about a year, and as of this past December, you made your triumphant return. How is it? to be back in uh, Boise, Idaho, working for Gurdon again? You know, it's really been a, a great experience coming back. Uh, Gurdon underwent a, a pretty substantial transformation a year ago, February, uh, when we had a new ownership group uh, come in and, and take the reins. And, and it's really been wonderful having an ownership group that, that understands the industry uh, and has been able to provide us with the tools that we need uh, to, to be successful. There, there's really been a concentrated effort over the last 15 or 18 months um, to not only retain the team members that are there, but but to really bring back a substantial portion of the team uh, that has been so critical to our success uh, over the course of the past couple of decades. Uh, it's it's really been a lot of fun reintegrating and uh, exciting to say that, uh, you know, the band's back together again. Well, you bring up a, a point there that uh, Gurdon's been in business doing modular construction projects for 20 years. L- let's talk briefly about these past 20 years. How has the modular landscape evolved in these past two decades? And what have you seen as the biggest challenges in the industry? It has changed substantially, um, you know, over over the last couple of decades. In that, uh, you know, twenty years ago, there was there was really very little in the way of commercial modular fabrication. Gurdon was was one of the pioneers in the industry, and and certainly uh, on the West Coast, the Western states, Western uh, U.S. and Canada. Uh, you know, today with with over two hundred. Uh, successfully completed projects uh, in in a whole variety of industries. You know, we've done uh, multifamily, workforce housing, hospitality, assisted living, and we continue to see entry into into new industries. You know, every single year, we, we've really seen the industry move uh, from being, you know, some somewhat of a novelty, if you will, uh, to to really moving in and and becoming uh, the preferred alternative construction methodology. And, and, you know, while we're certainly not at critical mass yet yeah. uh, as an industry, the, the wind is definitely filling the sails, you know, as, as far as, uh, you know, the biggest challenge during that time, there's, there's been min- many, but I really think the biggest challenge is, is just having the education process. Uh, it, it, it's a fairly steep learning curve uh, when you're, uh, transitioning from you know the traditional construction methodology to to modular, and while it's not rocket science, uh, there there's certainly some nuances uh, that need to be understood to to ensure that you have a successful project. Yeah. Now, as a leader 
in the modular industry. What's Gurdon's role been like in shaping the success of modular construction projects? Yeah. So uh, again, really being um, one of the first, um, you know, cert- certainly in the West and, and really in the U.S. on on the commercial modular manufacturing side, uh, we've been instrumental in in introducing the modular solution. Um, you know, not not only to to the dozens of ju- jurisdictions where we've had you know a, a number of projects and that type of thing, but really, as I touched on, you know, just just a minute ago, uh, we're working with the developers and the lenders and the general contractors, uh, you know, the architects, all of the trades, uh, to to really understand uh, what the modular process looks like. You know, we were uh, we were instrumental. In fact, we were the very first manufacturer uh, to engage the hospitality initiative uh, that was that was brought in that industry um, <clears throat> six or seven years ago. Uh, so we uh, we partnered with with Marriott and Hilton to build the first modular hotels uh, in North America. You know, so 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 that's something uh, that we felt that we really helped move forward on on a go forward basis. Um, we really feel that we're helping to lead uh, the initiative towards standardization, uh, which is really going to allow us to leverage the efficiencies and, and benefits of the modular solution on a scale that we haven't seen yet. And, and what about the benefits of modular construction? Mm-hmm. Uh, what types of problems are clients calling on uh, to have uh, Gurdon help solve? There's a lot of benefits. Um, there are a lot of reasons that, that folks will turn to and consider the modular solution. And, and they may be different, you know, depending on, on what the project is or, or you know, the specific issues that, that they're looking to address. Um, you know, ones, ones that we see that come up all the time is, uh, you know, cost certainty, you know, particularly in, in today's volatile market, mm. the ability take a, a large portion, you know, uh, 40, 50, 60% of your overall project uh, to be able to lock that down with with a fixed contract, uh, know that you're not going to have, um, you know, substantial overruns in, in that type of thing, at least on that portion of the scope. Another one that we're seeing in so many markets right now is is the uh, shortage of labor and, and particularly in the trades, um, you know, the ability to take a large portion of the overall scope of your project, uh, you know, to to offsite construction, uh, lends lends huge benefits. We're hearing stories every day right now um, of folks not being able to satisfy contracts and and folks uh, walking off the job for fifty cents or a dollar, you know, to take the project across the the street just because there is such a, a shortage of of labor. Um, you wow. know that the folks are really competing hard for that. The the quality that you're able to drive in a climate controlled factory setting uh, is is hands above uh, what you're able to drive on site that that's one of the huge uh, benefits that uh, you know as we were talking to the hospitality industry that they saw is the precision and the finish level that you're able to drive in the factory is is so much better than you can even get when you're when you're out in the field Speed, speed to market is, is a huge benefit uh, for the modular solution. So, so essentially, you're able to, to drive months out of your project. Uh, you are essentially building vertically in the factory at the same time that you're getting your site prepped. While you're doing your foundation, while you're doing your civil, that type of thing, you're actually building your building at the same time in the factory. You then transport it out 
you have that building set on site and, and you're able to drive months out of the project, uh, which also mitigates a lot of the market risk, you know, particularly as you're looking right now to be able to condense that cycle, uh, you know, as, as we're seeing what's happening right now, you know, specifically with, with lumber and, and some of the other uh, items in the supply chain, uh, to be able to compress that cycle really mitigates uh, a lot of that risk and, and drives the speed to the revenue as, as well. So it shortens the cycle, you know, and again, across the board, we're, we're seeing increasing construction costs, you know, is modular cheaper in certain markets? It absolutely is. Uh, you know, uh, you you couple it with the benefits that that we that we talk about. You know, but really where we're seeing the hard cost savings is is you know what we consider some of the higher barrier markets. You know, when you get into uh, you know the the San Francisco's uh, when you get into mm-hmm. uh, you know Portland, Seattle, some of some of the markets uh, that are incrementally higher than some of the secondary markets. Uh, you know, so so in those markets, you'll see a hard cost savings, but across the board, it's it's not necessarily um, just about the cost. It's about you know some of the other uh, some of the other areas that we just discussed. Yeah, you just give me a, a ton of, to unpack here. Um, but let's just talk about that uh, getting a project done quickly in terms of the rising costs. I mean, I'm hearing that some material costs are going double and triple what they were um, not too long ago. And obviously, you know, just because it's modular doesn't mean that you're not going to have some cost implications too. But I can imagine that if you can get the project done quicker, you might be able to stem the tide of, I guess, costs going up even more down the road, right? Absolutely. And and, and you're spot on. And, um, you know, so while we're not completely insulated from that, and, and you're absolutely correct, the lumber prices we're seeing right now are are literally four times, uh, you know, what they've been historically at a at a stable rate here over the course of the last, uh, you know, eight or eight or ten years. So we're we're seeing just uh, astronomical increases in in some of those product costs. And and you know, again, it's not just lumber. While that's probably the most visible that we're seeing right now, uh, it's it's multiple items in the supply chain. We're seeing it in our plastics. Uh, we're seeing it in in some of our uh, wiring and. Again, we're not completely insulated from from what's happening in the marketplace, but sure. uh, I think that we're in a little bit better place to uh, con- control it. Uh, you know, the, likewise on the uh, you know on the workforce side, you know, uh, Boise, which is where we're located, is a hot and growing market, and and we're competing for the same workforce as the folks that are out there, you know, d- doing new construction and the single family residents and and some of that. But you know, one of the advantages that we have is is a very stable. Uh, Monday to Friday job in a, a climate controlled environment, uh, you know, so all other things being equal, we're able to uh, maintain a lot of the folks um, that, that we have had. And I tell you, we have a very experienced, uh, very tenured uh, workforce that uh, that have been with us for, for a lot of years. We've got a lot of folks back there on the line uh, that have been with us for 15 or 20 years. And that's, and that's pretty unheard of in, in our industry. Well, yeah, because consistency of a crew, uh, when you're building the traditional way, you know, you may have a a core group of people that you like to use from project to project, but it may be just logistically impossible to keep that whole crew together all the time because, you know, you go from one project and then there's maybe a couple of weeks there and someone jumps onto another project. And here, you know, you, you, like you said, you have a, a group of people coming in Monday through Friday working on these projects in a nice 
climate controlled environment. Th- yeah, that's got to be attractive if all things being equal. You get you can choose like uh, uncertainty outside or something that's more stable. Um, so I can definitely see where that could be an advantage. Yeah, um, a- absolutely, and it's it's really nice for our crew as well. Uh, you know, they 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 cross train. Um, in in multiple areas and arenas, uh, you know. So while most of them are coming in, they they get very very efficient and are very effective at their mm. roles because they're doing, uh, you know, essentially the the same thing day in and day out. It's a, it's a factory environment, and you know while it is still construction, uh, it is definitely in a manufacturing environment. Um, and again, you know, we're able to cross train station to station. So if we've got, uh, you know, folks that are out on vacation, out sick, something like that, uh, we're able to have somebody else step in and it, it doesn't impact uh, our production or throughput. In terms of modular, do you think that there are misconceptions that you've had to overcome out there when people think modular, that this is why uh, things are starting to pick up. People are recognizing now the possibilities of modular that they just, I don't know, they like dismissed away out of hand in, in the past. Yeah, I, I think there's there's several misconceptions out there. You know, a, a couple jumped to mind uh, as as you're asking the question. You know, the the first and foremost is is you know I think particularly when when commercial modular was first starting, uh, it there was kind of a conception or excuse me a a perception. Uh, that, uh, you know, that folks are building these trailer houses, they're popping the wheels off of them and, and stacking them up. And that's just absolutely not the case. Um, if, if you run down the factory line on one of these, uh, you know, we have uh, architects, GCs, trades, everybody comes in and cannot believe the number one, A, the quality and B, the, the level uh, to which these things are built, or in some cases, you know, perceived as overbuilt. If you think about it, you've got the, you've got entire rooms that are not only being, uh, you know, transported down our production line. They're then being put on a truck and and trucked 500, 800, or a thousand miles. Uh, they're then being attached to a crane and and swung through, and and just the you know stru- structural considerations that have to be made uh, to be able to support that without uh, you know any negative impact. Uh, to the integrity of the building uh, is is amazing, you know. So 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 that's one thing that I think, as a rule, um, you know, as as we've been in educating and had so many of the different successful projects, folks are beginning to understand that a little bit. Um, I think one of the other misconceptions out there is, uh, well, because it's modular, it should be cheaper. Um, and as we just talked about it, uh, you know, in some cases that's absolutely the case. Uh, in others, and we find, you know, a fair amount of the projects we do, it really is a cost-neutral proposition when you look at that figure in the lower right-hand column. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, you know, black black number to black number, it's going to be very close to a cost-neutral proposition. Yes, there's going to be savings in some soft costs. Yes, there's going to be savings in being able to get to your uh, permanent uh, loan as opposed to construction loan. Yes, there's going to be savings in the in the speed to market. Yes, there's going to be savings in in less general conditions. You know, so so there's a lot of things that really um, add up and impact that. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's not necessarily uh, this is going to be a, uh, you know, an eight or 10 percent uh, decrease in your overall hard costs. 
right? And then, of course, it's the, the potential project time savings. And, uh, you know, you, there's a there's a price there for time. And if you can get Absolutely. the project done faster, that is definitely, uh, like when you say soft cost, those are, those are, those could be big costs um, that you're saving. Uh, so, you know, there's definitely a lot of advantages. What about technology? I mean, in the last 20 years, obviously, technology in all areas have made advancements. What, what role has technology played in making advancements in modular construction that you've seen that allow you to do things today that you just couldn't do in the past? I, I would say that that is an area, you know, that has not necessarily uh, grown leaps and bounds. I, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's it's still not rocket science. There, there's forward movement uh, with some of the opportunities for automation, uh, you know, to be able to do some of the repetitive things uh, in, in some of the wall assemblies. And, and again, as an industry, we're not there yet. Uh, but as we're able to get to a more standardized platform for wh- whether it be multifamily, whether it be hospitality, uh, but to standardize as much as we can, uh, there's efficiencies there in the supply chain, there's efficiencies there in the labor, uh, there's efficiencies there in the transportation, and and to be able to drive to the standardization. And, and again, I can't overstate, we're, we're not there yet, but there's folks that are really starting to take a hard look at that and, and say, okay, if we are willing to be able to get to a level of standardization, if we are able to make these changes, here is where it's going to impact uh, on the cost and efficiency side. Uh, and that's where we're really going to see some, you know, some leaps and bounds uh, from, uh, you know, from an advancement and to be able to truly leverage uh, the efficiencies and the modular solutions. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Uh, now on a personal note, what do you find most challenging or even most uh, fun uh, out of working on uh, modular construction projects? Uh, what's the most fun and rewarding for you? I think we can actually tie those two together. As we begin working, you know, particularly uh, with some new new partners, you know, some folks that haven't had the exposure um, of doing a modular project, as you're working with a first-time developer, as you're working with a first-time architect, a first-time general contractor, uh, there there is a pretty steep learning curve uh, that, that you have to go through. And, and we have, you know, very, very clearly defined and delineated scope of work, you know, that, that really helps guide us along that path. But it's really fun to, A, get to that, that first project completion. And then when they're coming back for the second and third, and we've got a project online right now, that's, that's their fourth project that they're coming back with, with the experienced team that has been through the process that understands the process to to be able to bring that full circle Mm. uh and and come back and not have to uh you know repeat you know the the learning curve to to be able to uh, leverage the knowledge gained and the lessons learned previously on future future projects is is really a lot of fun as we wrap up our conversation today, do you have any final thoughts, insights, tips, or anything else that you'd like people to know about modular construction or the work that Gurdon is doing? I think it's just, it, it's such an exciting time. Um, we're, we're, we're truly excited about what's happening in the industry right now in, in North America. Um because of a lot of the pain points that that we talked about, because of a lot of the reasons that the folks are starting to look at modular right now, we're we're finally catching up to you know where Europe and Asia and and Scandinavia has has been you know really the last few decades. Uh, I, I think we're at the very 
leading edge um, of an industry that is is really beginning to transition to where, as opposed to a small handful of these projects, a majority of all of the projects that are going to be completed, you know, in the upcoming years, are the, they're going to be completed with some form of modular or, or prefabrication. You know, we're, we're excited to be a, a contributing part of that um, and very much looking forward uh, to, to the advancements that are coming. This sounds like uh, exciting stuff. Michael Murley, Vice President of Business Development for Gearden. Thanks for coming on the show today. If folks have questions, want to learn more, or get in touch with Gearden, where should they go? Uh, you know, so so Gearden.com, uh, we've got a, a website that has got uh, some great uh, video clips of, uh, you know, a lot of the projects that we've done, the projects being uh, set. Uh, it's got contact information uh, for myself as, as well as uh, the, most of the other players within our team and organization. Uh, but yeah, Gearden, G-U-E-R-D-O-N.com. Perfect. Uh, Michael? It's been a real pleasure getting a chance to talk. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in to Mainstream Modular, brought to you by Gurdon. Like what you heard? Want more great content from Gurdon? Then hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you never miss an episode. And we'll have new episodes of the show coming your way in the near future, so be on the lookout for more great topics from Mainstream Modular. Until then, this is your host, James Kent, saying so long, and let's talk again soon.